Ohio. <laughs> Hello and welcome to an episode of <laughs> Unscripted Gaming. Uh, my name is Mike. And it happened. <laughs> oh my god! Congratulations. <laughs> and I'm joined by Josh and Ray, who just completely just missed the lob there. Ooh, You're the right one there. who started that. You're the one who started the whole. It's I said true. it. I said it right up for you guys. You just let that. You just oh, let we that don't know which one goes first. There. You think this is a fucking professional? Operation? Oh my god! Just let I'm it just... hang out there, just, like, just drowning. Just, just, just you were the one who started the whole forever. like. I say all the gone. intros thing. God, I'm Josh. By the way, damn it. I'm Ray. What up? We have fucked up the opening again. I'm the captain of this forlorn ship, but, you know, the show must go on. So, we're here to talk about some stuff. And, uh, pre-E3? Some pre-E3 news, because we, we might be doing a back-to-back -back here. And uh, we're going to talk about some, I guess, maybe some games we've been playing lately. Some other kind of recent... No, no, no. Let's, let's keep this uh, purer. This is the pre-E3 pod. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. Fuck video games that are already out. We're talking about shit that's coming up, baby. Wait, now yeah. I'm confused. Okay, we're doing the E3 pod right now? Yeah, this is the E3 pod. Okay, this is the E3 pod. Okay. No, this is the pre-3 pod. Yeah, the pre-3 pod. Mike's scratching out all his notes. He's he's not. He's got the wrong papers <laughs> in front of him. He's very confused this right now. so confusing. Okay. A whole notebook. I guess I meant I thought... Right. No, never mind. All right. Well, where, Ray, where, where hey, do you want to Hey, you fucked up the intro, Mike. You... you now, now, sh Josh, Josh, I gotta ask you a favor. Oh, absolutely. Sh shut up a minute. <laughs> You've got one minute. <laughs> Let's start for for the 2017 pre-three pod. We want to start off with like the news that everyone has known for well over six months that we can go ahead and talk about immediately. This is one of the first E3s in a long time that is now open to the public. Uh, where they are actively, well, I, th I think it's actually the first one ever that's open to the public in that they are actively selling tickets to any uh, Jane or John that wants to spend 250 bones to show up to an E3. Now, before you could go ahead and get into an E3 if you were just like, I run a website and we talk about video games. And what the fuck are you two doing? <laughs> no, no, continue. Continue, Ray, please. Okay, <laughs> I, I know no one can see this because we're not a video pod, but these motherfuckers are just doing something in the actual video chat. I don't know what it is. I thought I saw. All right, minutes up. Um, fifteen thousand. It sounds like it will it be admitted 15, for the 000. public. <laughs> um, those tickets sold out in minutes. I guess it sounds like there's going to be more, like a more panel kind of presence than there was at like previous e3s like they didn't really have panels or speakers previously uh there are gonna be plenty of long lines for people to wait in well and here's the here's the thing is the lines are going to be longer than they've ever been in the fact that it sounds like a lot of the companies who are still attending e3 the number of which is diminishing year after year but like everybody's having smaller booths it sounds like they're shrinking the amount of stuff that they're bringing or the size that they're taking on the show floor mm -hmm. so if you're adding all of these non-industry people like you're just you, more people and less booths means even longer lines yeah um, from what i 
from what I've like gathered about what is going to be there for the public, I, I you know, I'm like I'm not, I'm honestly not dying to, you know, I I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool to be there, but like, I don't know. I don't want to wait around for two hours to play something that's going to be out in like a month. If you guys want to like get on like go to like a press thing, and you want to like play a game in advance, and you also want the experience of waiting in long as fuck lines, just go to PAX. PAX really is a consumer event. It's like the E3 for consumers, and that's where most companies go because there are like four of them, or I think five of them now. And the the weird thing about E3 like opening the doors to the public, it's obviously a play to like fill the show floors because apparently last year it was just quote-unquote empty, like lacking in people, lacking in space, and the amount of money that the Electronic Software Association charges for floor space at the uh, any uh, Los Angeles Convention Center that uh, E3 is held at, it, it, I forget the exact figures, but I remember in like 2015, it's something like $2 million for like, ah. you know, yeah. Several, several, a uh, couple hundred feet of floor space. Yeah, for four days, and that's a lot. Yeah. Especially it's, it's a lot. Sh- it's a lot when you can run a like Twitch stream from your base and generate just as much hype for like a tenth of the cost. Yeah. Can we so, say that maybe Nintendo might have been on the money when they started? When they doing, just like, said like, Rex? well, yeah. Well, and then they also just said, hey, we're gonna have nothing but Switches and Zelda, and we're gonna have a shit ton of them, and that's all we're doing come hang out mm-hmm. i mean yeah the, you know some some anecdotal evidence of e3 shrinkage the, the giant bomb crew last year recorded a entire podcast from the show floor they found an open space that somebody used to have a booth at didn't this year and like they sat in the middle of the e3 show floor and recorded a podcast and like it wasn't that noisy in the background so it, <laughs> You, there were years where that would probably not be possible. So. No, no. Right. I mean, consider who's not there. Uh, E8 isn't there. They're like, fuck it. It's cheaper for us to do our own thing away from you guys. It is kind uh, of... I do think it's kind of funny that even though they're not there, they're still like having a L.A. show. It's like on Saturday... The before I'm gonna so have like my not. own more exclusive party and you're so not like, invited not there but they're still very much in participating in that news cycle and just trying to get ahead of it so it's like oh yeah. no we're not there we're totally there like but it's kind of it's kind of interesting uh, is that funny. weird or is it kind of smart because I'm pretty it, sure what they're doing smart. is cheaper yeah I mean like, I think it's smart I just think it's funny because it's like oh yeah we're not we're not part of E3 but we're just we're right next to E3 I not just really nope. I just really hope E3 has more Wiz Khalifa this year like my yeah. god that was some good some good stuff last year I'm ready and, for some, I hope and one of the most uncomfortable um, MC, on camera MCs I've ever seen in my life trying to interview all these celebrities who are just talking about going and playing a video game and getting high in front of everybody. Like, talking about Snoop Dogg? Uh, Snoop, Jamie Foxx, uh, the one, Zach Efron, man, all of them. They were all just. It was a great time. <laughs> very openly talking about weed. It was great. I'm, yeah. uh. Yeah. I, I, what are some other. I mean, I, I'm always down for a Mr. Caffeine Redux. No, please. Please bring it back. 
wish hurts I wish he me. would do. I wish Mr. Gavin would do every single video game pr press conference for every company. Stop. For, for Just all stop. Time. I think everybody Please needs stop. to have a giant enemy crab. <sighs> it's Ridge Racer. Oh, with a glowing weak point. <laughs> you got to hit it for massive damage. Ridge Racer. Oh. It's Ridge Racer. $599. But I'm, I'm kind of... It's always good for dumb crap like that. Tom Clancy's Ridge Racer. Ridge oh, Racer. Pele. Just Pele in front of the oh, microphone God. for like half an hour. Like, let him get off the stage. So I have to ask, when is Player Unknown's... Um, press conference are they on monday or tuesday he's just gonna come down he's gonna descend with ropes in his fucking trench coat I, I think <laughs> and then he's to just like... gonna say uh by the way the game started and throw guns out to the crowd we'll be in early oh access God. for the, the next 10 years started. thank you <laughs> like he'll leave evacuate mary poppins style in the actual podcast i do want to talk some player unknown but let, let's get back plunk bat ea EA is going to be the first stuff. Everyone saw it's on EA. Electronic Arts. Yeah. I, All right, so, so here's a couple of EA games yeah, coming like out. I don't even know if I know what EA is announcing or talking about this year. There's a new Need for Speed. Okay. All right. There's a new Battlefront. Uh, oh, yeah, Battlefront, that's right. The finished product. <laughs> you mean Battlefield 2, the second? Stop. 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 Oh, Battlefield 1 is getting a... Uh, expansion and that's cool. I, I like Battlefield One. All right, but there. I mean, hmm, why would you put an expansion out if you're gonna put up a follow? I mean, yeah, support. Okay, you know what? Okay, I'm just. Just someone poking you with a stick when they make Battlefield Three Two. Oh, stop. <laughs> Battlefield Two Two. No, no, the Battlefield Three Two. Battlefield Twenty One Forty Two needs a Battlefield Twenty One Forty Three. I think. Just, no, just go, EA, I know you're listening. Battlefield 2142, too. <laughs> Stop overcomplicating. <laughs> no one gives a shit about 2143. That makes no sense. You're ridiculous. Uh, That's oh, a ludicrous I, I, idea. I apologize. <laughs> Get it together, Ray. There's um, going to be sports games at the EA showing. Yeah. Anyone? Sports, 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 sports. 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 Wait, yeah, um, wait. You mean they're making different. another Madden? That's weird. I mean, they don't normally do that every year. Since 1999, <laughs> I swear. I 96, I think, actually. It's been I, a long-ass time. I got nothing to say for EA besides, like, yeah. Battlefield. They, Battlefront yeah. 2 looks interesting. I, I, I am kind of interested in Battlefield 2, because... Battlefront. Wait, Battlefront. Shit, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Battle... I really get, get like... Get your confusing I, titles I, correct. I, see... <laughs> Ugh. Um, because Battlefront, the Battlefront, <laughs> Star Wars, Battlefront. <laughs> not, I almost said Battlefront one, but I was like, wait, but they're both Star Wars Battlefront. Battle, the Battlefront I played on PS4. I thought, like, technically, was very impressive. Like, it was just like the sound was really good. It was a very pretty oh, yeah. game. But there just wasn't a lot there. Like I, I played the demo for like an hour, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. I kind of think I've seen all I really need to see here. Um, so I'm. I, I think the core, like the core production of it, and like kind of, like the core, just the the other kind of the roots of it are really. There's some really good stuff there. So if they kind of fully like, if they give it a lot of good features, 
I think it'll be, you know, kind of interesting. Because the it's like the if they just make the same jump from like Battlefront one to how to what happened in Battlefront two, like with the campaign and other kind of stuff they did, uh, I think that would go a long way. So if they basically just do that for this generation of Battlefront, I think that's pretty much all they really need to do there, and that would be pretty cool. So, but that's pretty much all I've got for EA. Is there any other kind of things going to mention? I don't know. There's, we don't really have even a lot to speculate on either, so. They should, they really should just, like, pull a fast one and re-release the original Battlefield 2 instead of the one that they're doing now, and then I'd, I'd, wait, I'd be happy. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, huh, this game seems better than it should be. Stop cool. It. No, but then you're like, well, well it's, it's 60 frames lo it's sixty frames locked on PS4. What do you want? And everyone's going to be like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters. It sounds like Star Wars. It sounds like Star Wars. The perfect crime. So since we've got nothing to say about Battlefront 2 besides it looks okay, and by the way, pre-orders are <coughs> available. Oh, of course, of course they are. They are. You haven't seen one second of gameplay footage, but pre-orders at front and at the ready. <laughs> Don't you fucking... That's, I'm going to call out every I love, fucking game I love that the does fact that from that, now on. Oh, pretty much any game, they're like, hey, by the way, this is a game... Like, they'll put up a fucking just title on the E3 presser. No gameplay, no even concept footage or concept art. Just a title and it say pre-orders available. And like... Fuck this world we live in, but that's another topic that, for another time. That's a, I mean, that's exactly what happened with the Destiny 2, like, quote-unquote teaser reveal. It was not a second of any gameplay footage. It was, uh, crap, he's from Firefly. I can't think Kate of him Kate 6, yeah. But for fuck, Nathan, Kate it was just Nathan, <laughs> Robo Nathan Fillion being hammered I mean, Kate, up. And then, Kate, Kate Sith. Yeah, it's, it's Nathan Fillion Kate talking Seth, into guys. a microphone for two minutes, and then they say pre-order the deluxe package for $100. Man, fuck you! What? <laughs> Why? Why? What have you given me? And you know what the sad thing is? Exotic People items. People will do it. People will do it. Yeah. Exotic items that will be because not as good as something you have in are 20 hours. stupid. You you don't even know what those exotic items are. You just know that you you will get them. That's it. That that's that's frustrating me and makes me like weird about the game industry in some ways. Anyways, that aside, let, let's go to who's next on the docket. And it looks like it's a big one because, or it's one that there I expect there to be a lot of news about. It is Microsoft. Microsoft. Okay, Microsoft. And so, Microsoft, uh, Project Scorpio. Mike, your thoughts. Go. Uh, I am really curious to see. I think we're going to get, like, the, you know, the whole hardware spec. We're, we're gonna, probably going to see what it looks like. We'll probably see it running some, running, uh, you know, a game that's like, well, here's what this game looks like on an Xbox One S. It looks great. And then, well, bam, here it is on Scorpio or whatever the name will be. Xbox One, two. You know, I, I think they're pretty married to the name Project Scorpio, and I will be surprised if it gets changed. I think they're going to just call it the Xbox. That's oh, he's thing. right. He's right. He's, it's the, he's the time is right. right. Just, like, get rid of all that stuff. This is the Xbox platform. 
there are two different SKUs, the Xbox and the Xbox Slim or whatever, and then they just refresh it every couple years. Yeah, because, I mean, Apple kind of got people used to that that whole notion, so... Well, no, there's a there's a difference between iPhone six 6S and iPhone seven. I mean, Apple is not that dumb about it. Unless well, yeah, and that's like why the they're MacBook. gonna that's uh, they're, uh, that's gonna be the problem is they'll have to make sure that people understand that there's a, that the 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 five hundred dollar Xbox is different from the three fifty the three fifty Xbox. That's I don't think that that'll be too hard, but that's just something people will have to be aware of. I don't think um, they and, can. They're just going to put an Xbox out. Two different versions. The smaller one and then the big honking one. We'll see yeah, what happens. I think we'll uh, we'll see that thing. I think they'll show some pretty stuff. It'll make it look good. It'll make... Uh, it'll, it'll, I think I think one. their their mission is to make the Pro kind of look a little, like, in comparison. Because the... For, uh, like they want to look, they want to look like, like the pro didn't go far enough as far yeah. as like, a mid-cycle revision goes. They want to yeah. make it look that's like gonna be, they cheated you out of this. Like, look what really you can do. Like that's gonna be what's that's what I hate to. This is this sounds like so like <laughs> idiot like a really dumb thing to say, but to really like win the cycle, if oh my if uh, oh, if dude, Microsoft no. if if they show that this <laughs> thing is like. A really like is a real substantial upgrade. I mean, not that the Pro isn't a substantial upgrade, but it's like you pretty you have to have a 4K TV uh, at the if to get really get the most use out of it. Otherwise, you're just kind of wasting your money most of, like 50% of the time. Um, so to really give people, you know, who might not have a 4K TV yet. But just to show that it's a significant jump. From but see, that's the thing is there's not really much like. they can do in that regard without still somebody having a 4K TV. Like there's mm-hmm. only so much they can sh- improve on yeah. a standard 1080p TV with that kind of hardware. Like, yeah. Or even like get letting people like giving people like different more options. Because like, you know, like because like Neo, that PS4 game that came out earlier this year, like has like a a like graphics mode where it's like 30 frames a second uh but it, you know the graphics are a little like it, it's visually a little bit more like looks a little sharper uh, and has some kind of different different things turned on and off but then there's like an action mode where it's like you know 60 frames locked kind of simplifies the graphics a little bit so i wouldn't be surprised if they let if if by giving having the console like really substantial power that they let people make those kinds of decisions in, on, in across a lot of games that's where i think that that there is one room that's where i think there is room to improve on that um so I, and i want i can't i can't remember if this has already been confirmed or not but i don't i wonder kind of tangentially i wonder if this will be a. um i don't think the scorpio will run destiny 2 at, at 60 frames a second but I, that that would be, if it did, it? that would be. Uh, I I I wonder. I see. I I don't. Do I do I know this? Let me see if I know this already. Give me just a second. I thought Destiny Two was already. I did. If I'm not mistaken, doesn't Destiny One run at 60 frames a second? No, I thought it, did. it is 30 on. Uh, <laughs> it is 30 on console. It will be Destiny Two will be up, unlocked frames on PC. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Which that means. Console play and uh, con- console play and P- 
PC play unless they're both locked at 60 that they're not going to integrate that just wouldn't be fair if you're playing like the crucible mode I mean you know if I have the option to like what Mike was just saying before if I was playing a game that said do you want the game to look slightly better at 30 frames per second or do you want it to move faster at 60 frames per second that's not a question 60 frames per second oh, yeah. every day like, if, if you give me the chance to play Bloodborne, which is a great-looking game, and I already beat Bloodborne at 30 frames a second, but if you say, like, it takes a slight graphics hit, but it's running at 60 frames a second, it's going to take that hit. I'm playing some goddamn but Bloodborne at 60 frames a second. You know, there was, the there was a time in my life where I would have been like, no, I want it to look better. Since I built a computer and I've been playing everything at 60 FPS or higher... You can't go back. It's Just, fucking mm-hmm. frame, rate, frame rate, man. Frame rate all day. But see, a lot of that stuff... And here's also the problem with the PlayStation uh, Pro is that that stuff is not just on Sony. It's on the developer because you can do those things. It's whether or not the developers that are doing that are supporting it. Now, we may see some improvement in that area now that we have two consoles that both have a standard and a higher end version. So that may help that kind of thing happen and to it, help it may make it give them time it, give them more reason make it, make it worth it to do it because yeah now it's like oh great so we have so we could make this we could you know target this you know ps4 pro but why should we only like barely a million people have this compared to like the 50 million people who already have a regular and, I've, and I, you know i've seen i've seen some people um online kind of lament like you know oh well these games have pc ports you know why can't they just import that kind of that kind of granular control over to the console version and you know the the way that the the console systems work being much more tightly controlled environments um with with integrated graphics on the the chip and whatnot it's a lot more difficult to give people that level of control especially because you don't have that kind of variance that you do in computer systems. So um, it, it leaves opportunity for things to go wonkier or people to break their games unnecessarily. So, you know, it, it makes sense for the the console version to be controlled. But, uh, you know, I'm interested to see what will happen in the next year or two because I really don't think we'll see developers really getting on board besides Microsoft. It's proper for another year or two. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about... Uh getting into the i know we just spent like 15 minutes on uh, scorpio or whatever um i was looking over the list of games microsoft might potentially announce at e3 because it's always going to come down to yeah you gave me a, a sexy ass console now what um the only xbox one game i want to play is like halo 5 just because uh cuphead which got pushed back again um <laughs> Yeah, take your time with it, guys. That game looks great. Take your time with it. Yeah. And Crackdown Three, maybe. That's it. That that that's it. All there's no other like exclusives for Xbox One that make me want to say, yeah, I'll, I'll spend seven hundred dollars on this console. Does anyone care about that? Does that make a difference? I don't know. Well, I do think it's kind of a bad play to be releasing a new console without a really solid first party title to just say like, this is the thing you need to get the Scorpio for. I don't think crackdown Mm -hmm. really has 
I mean, yeah, people like Crackdown, but I don't think it has like it's not. I don't. Yeah, it's not I Halo. Don't think people really. It's not like even Crackdown too, Forza, um, mm-hmm. which I think there might be a new Forza coming. I can't remember. That's a safe assumption. But like, yeah, I mean, there's always a Forza game. <laughs> true, but like, there's not really there's not really software to go with the Scorpio as far as we know so far to be like, no guys, this is why you've got to get it. Like there's That's no my big problem with Xbox One. Like there's That's no why I don't have one. Like there's no Horizon Zero Xbox, mm-hmm. which is kind of mm-hmm. which is because not that it was the poster child for the Pro, but it was of the it was one it of didn't the first hurt. games that did receive a lot of support for the Pro and like optimization for it. And I, I heard very like people who were playing it on the Pro were like, wow, okay, this like this really like when they built designed for this thing, like they really nailed it. So it's, um, so it, it will be interesting to see like, how do they, what kind of, I mean, what kind of, cause obviously, you know, if a fancy box is only gonna, it's only gonna look as good as the stuff you get running on it. So that'll be interesting to see as like, I mean, cause I'm sure the hardware, I'm sure like the Scorpio itself will be pretty great. I think, it's, I mean, the hardware stuff, I, I think they've got, they've ever since the launch of the, with how they turn things around. I think that they know what they need to do on the hardware side, hardware side, pretty easily to like win people over, uh, and really make a splash. But it'll be interesting. To, yeah, software-wise, it'll be really interesting to see what they announce. I don't. I think that's well, kind of all I've got. For that's Microsoft. Microsoft. Let's uh, move on to uh, the the love child of the video game industry that has borne this giant mono. It's now a monolithic company, honestly. Uh, Bethesda. Um, I'm going to switch it around. Josh, Bethesda, your thoughts. Fire. I don't really know what they're going to talk about this year. Culture Scrolls Online? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. Like, like, did somebody say more Elder Scrolls Online? No. no. <laughs> like, okay, I don't think they... More <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> we heard you guys wanted more Elder Scrolls Online. No one said that. <laughs> Now with the- microtransactions. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you say microtransactions, but it's true. I don't think that they're going to release a new um, Elder Scrolls proper game right now because that will just eat into the Elder Scrolls Online's launch. I, I think they want to give that a little more time before they release something else, especially because I think they've got about 10 more years of re-releasing Skyrim. So... so <laughs> <laughs> Fallout Online, <laughs> Skyrim for Switch. That's what that's what they're gonna yeah. talk about. Um, Fallout's too new. They're not gonna t- announce anything for Fallout. Um, you know, maybe maybe Fallout Shelter too. You know, maybe that's gonna be yeah, their. Yeah, there we go. That's the good stuff. <laughs> hey guys, you know, just got a Steam I don't know why we're just turning into clowning on Bethesda. Hey guys, you know, we're really happy to announce uh, Skyrim for the Nintendo Switch. Can I download weird dating mods? Uh, no, you can't. You can't. You can't download any mods on the Switch version. Last news I heard about. Yeah. Somebody, so like, somebody's gonna. Fi- I guarantee you, somebody's gonna find a way to crack a Switch to put mods on an SD card, put it in the God. slot, oh, and God. then get those things running. I guarantee you. No, you it see, might you take a while, it, but somebody's gonna do it. Joy-Con, and then you just 
Then you slide it on. You slide the Joy-Con on, and that's if a you mod. if you only do a quarter quarter slide on the oh, Joy-Con, God. if it's not fully in, there's a <laughs> way you, you can pick <laughs> up the then you pick up the phone receiver on the Switch and get the like the whistle from the the Captain Crunch box and whistling oh these. God. You actually have to. You, could you actually have to White put. House you have to put three extra antennas in the. This I almost called it the Wiimote in the Joy-Con. <laughs> I then like, you have to unscrew you the gaming where we shit on Bethesda for 15 minutes. Well, here's okay. No so reason. here's the I thing. I was have a beef with Bethesda. Just, he, I like Bethesda, but here was the problem that I was worried about. Doom two, 2016. Everyone, shut up a minute. If they do something amazing with the new Doom game, I'm in. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I also, think I want to throw this out I, there real quick. Skyrim came out in 2011. There. That, I want to get that out there. I told you, ten more years. Ten more years of Skyrim. <laughs> You see, you see, the communist <laughs> revolution actually didn't die in with with the fall of the Soviet Union. It just moved into Bethesda. They're just working on ten year plans, but for yeah. games. And it's not just like I, this is this is what I was worried levels. about when Bethesda announced that they were going to have a a presser slot. Is that some years? Yeah, they've got a lot that'll fill up a press conference. But like this year, I don't know what they can do with the whole press conference. The only thing I can think about. Is maybe a new Wolfenstein, but I think it's been long enough that they could announce something there. But again, oh wait, wait, Quake, They're Quake, Quake, Quake Live or whatever. Yeah, Quake that Champions. Quake Champions. That's it. That'll take up a decent amount of time, especially as we get closer to that game actually like launching. But still, I just Let's see like. Oh wait, wait, wait! I I'm, I just found something online. Just did a quick online crawl. Apparently, there are rumors of a new Wolfenstein game. I am the smartest man on the planet. Fucking just... I said that. I said, maybe a new Wolfenstein. What did you just say? Okay, you know what? You're right. I did hear that. Okay, it's it's supposedly called New Colossus. Ooh... Uh, all right, you know what? That could be cool. That could be that could be interesting. Is BJ Blazkowicz not dead? <gasps> Stop. But yeah, it's pretty I just, much. Um, I just want more BJ Blazkowicz because that's a fucking great name. I wonder if they're gonna do BJ Blazkowicz. just came out. Uh, Dishonored two came out last fall. Um, yeah, it's pretty much just. I don't. I don't think. I think it's probably too soon to hear anything about. Maybe is there any like Fallout Four DLC coming? I mean, not, has that already happened? I think most of the main DLCs have come out. Yeah. So um, I don't really know. I don't think they're they're going to be doing any like Dishonored DLC. I know they did for Dishonored One, but I, I guess that's. I'm 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 sure they will use their time. It's just really hard to see a hundred percent what they're going to do. And it just seems like everybody else, you know, they kind of have a problem where, like, we're kind of spoiled this year because a lot of really good shit has come out. So we're kind of, like, at E3, like, man, what else you got? We've already kind of, like, we're still working on that shit from earlier this year. Oh, oh, I got it. I I got it. Skyrim Shelter. I would play that. (laughs) Pack it up, boys. This man's got it. I, I would download that and give the it a shot. Uh, no, the, the title card is just The Elder Scrolls 6. Shelter. I would actually kind of hate them if they called <laughs> Skyrim Shelter. It just has the, the like, badass trailer with like, the voiceover and the da da da. It's just The Elder <laughs> Scrolls 6. 
shelter. <laughs> Real game never Good coming out. God. Well, what's next? That we've got no- nothing to go on for Wolfenstein or pre-order uh, this iPhone game now. I don't know. Are you hey, guys hey, I can I can tell you something about Wolfenstein. You'll kill some Nazis. <laughs> Violence isn't game. the answer, okay, Josh? <laughs> it's, it's the true World War Two game. When you when you fight the Nazis, the Nazis win. You know. I I would play that game. Just 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 because it's weird and. We see now. We see now. It's 2017. So B.J. Blaskowitz has to go through a no, has to do all of like Wolfenstein again, but it's like a no kill run because, you know. I'm not getting into. He has to take sensitivity training. We're not doing it. We're moving on (laughs) to Ubisoft. You have to. B.J. Blaskowitz is a pacifist now. They have to have. They have a right to unload their hatred and nationalism everywhere. Okay, it's. Oh, oh, yeah. oh God! I said we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> moving on. on. You better move. You better E3. force it because Mike and I could keep going. Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Far what are you thinking about Far Cry Five? Five. No, no. Mike has the floor. Go for it. I am really. I think this is. I'm really excited for Far Cry Five. I mean, it's coming out. Okay. It's coming out this february or As am I. so tw- 2018 february no it's not um i've been playing <laughs> i've been playing far cry 5 far cry shelter um <laughs> you know you want wait what the fuck they're not even bethesda everything is bethesda now everything's bethesda my now. god dude Halo i shelter. just i just Super cannot Smash wait Road to shelter. climb cell phone towers to unlock more map I hope that's not in Far Cry 5. I'm not asking a lot for this game. It's already gr- has, having a great concept. But please no goddamn radio towers have to climb up to unlock more of the map. Yeah. Actually, I, I you know s- what? You know what? Because there are no there are no cell phone towers in Montana, it's actually oh. um, Firewatch towers. And plot twist, Firewatch was actually a Far Cry 5 prequel. Oh, shit. I'm going to, like, cut Josh this off. This guy fucks. Talking. Oh, anymore. my God. <laughs> He hates me, apparently. Yeah, because uh. I've been playing I, like the first Far Cry I played was Far <laughs> Cry Two, um, and so, and I think and I, I really I really liked Far Cry Four. I didn't mess around with Primal, um, but definitely towards the end of Four, you're like y- y- with but three and three Blood Dragon and Four, they really kind of settled into a pattern, and y- something really needed to change. So, uh, I I really hope that they revamp a lot of the gameplay and kind of make it a lot less tedious in some of those ways. But I am really excited to see what they do with the setting. I think that there's, I think it's a really great premise um, that I think is really interesting and could could is you know is quite topical, or can or can be. Um, I really hope they stick the landing because it's a great idea. But you know, great ideas require really great execution so yeah i really hope i'm there's, I really there's hope a lot don't of hedge like please don't hedge on this story like <laughs> go all the way trust us like just do it like don't hedge at all ubisoft yeah please. there's a lot of ways that they could really tell a very deep story and a very socially conscious story and, and a real look like a self-reflection of america um, and to you know a greater extent the world um but there's also ways that they could try and be too um too cautious mm-hmm. and not do the things that they need to do to tell that story 
Um, like I feel like I can, I can see a like a cop out on this game very easily, and it makes yeah. me very sad because I know it's very likely because you have to make safe decisions when you're working with a multi-billion-dollar, you know, video game industry. So I don't want them to do it, but oh god, if they there, go, they, there's some, there's this, it's so, I love that. I mean, that's what I really like about Far Cry Five. Is like. I mean, I, like the, the antagonists are like interesting in the previous Far Cry games, but I feel like the narrative, like the full on, like the fair, not just the single character, but like the potential narrative of Far Cry Five is something that I've been really is I've never really bought a Far like since two, that like the overarching narrative of a Far Cry game isn't something that's been like particularly interesting, and I think that there's a lot of potential for that to be here. So. I don't know how much more we will find out about it at uh, at Ubisoft's conference, but I yeah I I'm, I would I'm I would really recommend people go to Waypoint and read the piece that they wrote about Far Cry um, Five being about living in fear in America and and you know kind of the stuff that they talk about where there's a lot of opportunity for talking about talking about fear, talking about class, talking about gender, talking about race. And they could make this game very special and delve into some of that stuff, or they could just make it generic and like any other Far Cry game and like hand wave around that stuff and just make you run through America and kill a bunch of dudes and be like, no, it's still just Far Cry, just in a different way. So yeah, I, and, I uh... hope, I hope they do what they need to do to like go all the way with this game and actually like, tell that story and and examine that part of the self but who knows yeah i think we'll probably get a little more information like you said at e3 but not a ton real quick before we uh get into the next game which by the way is coming up is going to be assassin's creed mm -hmm. uh i want to talk about this one elephant in the room ubisoft thing which they kind of passively addressed last year but now it's becoming like so real they're kind of not talking that much about it but they should uh vivendi you know the people that the french company would just this hate boner for ubisoft which nasa has confirmed is bigger than the rings of saturn um <laughs> damn <laughs> they, they, fin they finally got that big no, their hate boner knows no limits au's is how you measure their hate boner astronomical units <laughs> Um, they have 25% stock of Ubisoft. And last year, when we were talking about pre-3, they had 17%. So it's predicted that uh, they're going to... The hostile takeover is coming. Like, everyone's just assuming, like, all right, it's happening. They only need 5% more stock. And then, according to French laws, they are allowed, at that point, to make a bid on the entire company and all of its assets. So... Damn. What Vivendi does with Ubisoft, once they own it... Everything that we're talking about for this E3 could possibly mean nothing. Would it be crazy mm -hmm. that Vivendi buys out the company and says, this shit's getting burned to the ground? That would be insane. Yeah. But also, Vivendi's reasoning it's... for wanting to buy Ubisoft is insane. So that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> just, just, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Well, I bet we'll also get some news on, you know, continued division updates and, and stuff, content coming this year, as well as, you know, Rainbow Six Siege stuff. Um, yeah, maybe. Or, you know, 
We're going to pack up shop here in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, last year, uh, the CEO of Ubisoft came out and said the company is a big family and we're going to work together. And we've had some troubling times that we're going to push through. And it was a very heartwarming speech. And anyone that uh, was in the know knows, yeah, he's talking about the takeover. He's talking about, like, they can't stop that stock from being continuously bought. So um, I'm going to be honest. He looked worried. (laughs) We work as a family. Y'all motherfuckers about to be fired. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked. That's so fucked. Yeah. I am uh, with uh, Assassin's Creed. I'm really excited to see what, um, what a year... What a year off has done on that relief cycle. Like, because, I mean, they were cranking those things out for a long time. So I'm curious to see, like, what a kind of kind of soft reboot is going to do for. I'm I'm so hopeful. I'm so hopeful that this does two things. One, that they have a much better product. One that is both free of bugs and just a, a more fresh take on assassin's creed better story you know doing something different with the gameplay um and two that the sales numbers jump a a significant amount because i would really like this to be something excuse me i'm just you know choking to death over here this to be something that signals other companies that it is okay to not have an annual release that people won't forget about your title, that you can take Mm -hmm. a little more time to work on it and that they will be rewarded for that. Now, granted, if they make a shit product anyway, then, you know, whatever. But there's a part of me that hopes regardless of what this new Assassin's Creed's about, that it just shows that it is okay for game developers to take more time with those right. franchises that we we can we can have a year off from something and it's okay bingo so uh i don't think ubisoft is to the point you were making you hope it's not a shit game i don't think for years now that company has been in a position to have you know the ability to just make a shit game for no reason like that only justifies if event take over even more you know it strengthens its resolve so i'm with you and mike i'm I, I fell off of Assassin's Creed at Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, Same here. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, the Native American one. Yeah, that's that's where I'm like, I'm done. I, I think I'm done here. I, I haven't played one since. I hear Black Flag's good. I hear good things about that game. I just I just stopped caring. So here's hoping that game is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to talk about the crew too? Or we want to move on? <laughs> Two crew for you. I can't no. wait to drive around in a car oh, no. up a cell phone tower to expand the map. <laughs> <laughs> Far crew. You five. drive the car up the cell phone tower. You know, real talk, in the crew, you did drive a car to a cell phone tower to unlock more of the map. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's like, restrain no, yourself, see, Ubisoft. You know, see, we're just waiting for the ultimate Ubisoft crossover game. It's Do you a, know people still play crew. the crew? Like, Watch, I, was reading, I saw some recently. Like, there's a pretty decent... Amount of people who are still playing the crew, like Assassins That's Watch shocking. Crew. It's, I mean, it's five people, but like you know, it's a big, it's a thriving community. They play every day. It's like how we it's were just, the only people. It's, it's like we were the only. It's people just playing one Suicide crew survival for like two years. They, they literally are the crew. Oh shit! Wow, they're the family no. man. 
We're we, family. We established that cringiness. Actually, the crew seems like it, in a in a world where Fast and the Furious still makes billions of dollars in the box office for reasons I'll never understand. There's probably there's probably a market for the crew too. There probably is. I think you're probably right. <clears throat> Um, Let's get to what's typically my favorite press conferences to watch, Sony. And uh, where's that Final Fantasy VII remake? Uh, uh, so I think everyone you... is going to... I have a wardrobe prediction. Okay. So Sony is becoming, I think it's been more like... It's gotten more vogue okay. with their uh, press conferences. Like last year they had a live orchestra. I think yeah. everyone in this year is just going to become... Is just going to be dressed in sleek black bodysuits, using the material left over from touchpads, and just be covered and be like, "Yes, I am ready for play." My body I is mean, the new controller, PS5, oh, in oh stores, twenty ninety nine. This is not the year for PS5. Here is, is a trailer for Death Stranding. So I, I don't think we're going to hear about trailer. Final Fantasy VII at this E3. So I don't know if you heard this, but um, they recently announced um, that that uh, Square announced that the Final Fantasy VII remake was going coming in house. Originally, it had been outsourced to CyberConnect, oh, yeah, yeah. and now that they were like, um, we're 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 gonna get a little more involved, and I have a feeling that that means that that thing is a dumpster fire and that it needs a lot of work and that they are going to be scrambling to try and hit previously set dates and i i bet you they don't have much more to show at e3 like they're like no 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 we gotta we gotta fucking work on this i also think that this so is, it sounds like final fantasy 15 syndrome all over again i also bet that this is probably why other things that square has recently announced have happened because of the fact that this is probably costing them a lot of money, and they're like, um, where can we find some quick cash? Things, I mean, things are not going well. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Uh, so, so you might be right. Um, I, I want to go ahead and show you guys something that's kind of cool, and I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, so Sony is doing something very unique for their press conference. And it really is showing just how unneeded E3 is. You can go watch the Sony E3 experience 2017 at a movie theater near you. The entire press briefing. You don't want to watch a stream from a computer? Bam! There's a link right here on the screen. You can go to your a theater near you and just go watch the whole thing. Here, I'm going to show you guys in the link right here. Boop. I think they've done something like that before. I've yeah, they have. Like have they? Yeah, like fa- like a it. like a fathom event where they 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 put stuff on uh, movie theaters around places. That's happened uh, before, and I think even with E three pressers. So cool. I think that's interesting, and again, proving that how in a certain light how how E three is just taking this kind of shift away from like pressers to consumer uh, events because. This is open to anyone that wants to buy a ticket. You don't have to be a presser. Um, that's all I got. That, I think that's interesting. Yeah, I think one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we. I mean, let's see. Uh, I think that I, there's some like zombie game that they're gonna show, like Days End. I think is what it's called. They're gonna show more off of that. I wonder if we'll see. I think it's still pretty early, 
I wonder if we'll find out if Death Stranding is actually a video game or if it's just a series of esoteric weird trailers from Hideo Kojima, which I'm I'd honestly 100% okay with it being. Like, um, if I, I, I never play that game and it's, I just see a bunch of weird, cool trailers, I'll be like, okay, this is fine. Just do this forever, please. Thank you. Um, so here's here's the here's my prediction. The final quote unquote launch trailer. Um, the here, hear me out. So we pan. Okay. All uh, bunch of crazy shit happens. We've got to get to space. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the yeah. launch pad. Rocket uh -oh. starts taking uh -oh. off from the launch pad, and then you know stage one comes off. Poof. Stage two comes off. Poof. Okay, we've got to launch the satellite. Bays open up. And all of a sudden, you just see this fucking big middle finger with the words Konami on it and, like, a circle <laughs> and a cross through it. And it's just flying through space. And then it gets into orbit around the Earth. And then it shoots a laser beam down out of the tip of the middle finger back to Earth into Konami HQ at their Plinko um, factory and blows it up. It's <laughs> this is extreme. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> the price is right is canceled forever because all the Plinko machines are gone. They're all dead. And also by Plinko, I mean Pachinko. <laughs> Mike, I want to talk to you about a Sony game coming out that I know is very important. All right. They're probably going to show it at E3. I think that's a – I like that panel two. a lot, Josh. Knack 2. I'm telling you, mm. I, I have a source on the inside. And then at the end of that, it'll be Death Stranding. Shelter. Finn. Guys, we're ignoring the next. Coming two. to iPhone soon. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want I, to play iPhone and T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> How about God of War? LG Anyone want to play the new God of War? Um, the new God you know, of War. I was interested in God of War when I saw that stuff from last year. The, you know, the whole, like, Kratos is a dad and, like, has to be less of a dick, but he's still a dick kind of thing. Like, I was picking up that vibe. Granted, the only right. God of War I've ever played is like the a demo disc for God of War one years and years ago. But hey, you never when know. When are we gonna? When are we? I know we're supposed to be talking about like E three and making E three predictions. I am pretty curious to see. I never really played any of the old God of Wars. Um, yeah. And uh, I think, but uh, this one, this new one, the old stuff they showed looked pretty good. Um, when are we gonna get to um, Scientology God of War? Where he fights like Xenu. I'm in. <laughs> Are we sure that's not you know Bloodborne 2? You know what? I initially was like, ugh, Mike. And then I thought, oh, no, okay. <laughs> Why the fuck not? See, I say things. So, since we've covered all the they other don't be companies. Think, they don't think it be like it is. We could talk about what's probably going to take a book. But, but it do. For the major consoles and PC, Destiny 2, what's going to be there? What are you guys thinking? Is Activision going to shit the bed, or are they going to bring it hard? Um, I, E3? Or do, they're not going to be at E3 at all? Who knows? I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see too much more new stuff about Destiny 2, because they did kind of show off a lot of, like, they let people do, like, a mission in Destiny 2, or, like, a raid. Or, not a raid, a strike. They showed off, like, some... Some story stuff. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they just maybe they'll do like in the Sony conference they'll do like a strike and then or like an, uh, some some stuff we haven't seen before, but is nothing too crazy from what we already know. And then they'll say, by the way, you know, Destiny is the place to play, or 
The PS4 is the place to play Destiny 2 because you get this exclusive dumb thing, probably. I mean, you did get some pretty, let's be honest, the last go-round with Destiny 1, you got some pretty badass legendaries if you got the PS4 version. I mean, you could debate that, I guess, not you, Mike, but I guess someone could debate that. I thought they were pretty shit. You never played it. You're just you're just stirring the pot, Josh. When you tell him he's stirring the pot, then it then it works. Oh my! It just encourages me to do it more. Yeah. I am a I I am. I guess one hot take. Will, hot I take. This will. I don't think Destiny Two is going to be very good. What? Okay. Fine. <laughs> We're not having this. You know what? Even this I, is an E3 preview Destiny pod, not a Josh a is a loser pod. Okay. <laughs> I have my critique, a very strong, bad critique of Destiny 1. Even I will say Destiny 2 looks like it's going to be a good game. That sounds like something a Hunter main would say. I was a Titan main. Yeah, good. I knew that. All about punching people and popping that bubble. Ooh, I was Titans a Warface main. That small little low wall shield. That's kind of cool. That is Mike cool. Just Warlock, the Warlock is the way to go. Easy. Doesn't the Warlock have the heal now? I like the, yeah. I like the knee slide followed by the wall run. Um, and then when you shoot the grappling hook at the guy, and then you get the harpoon gun, um, you know, for a pre-order bonus, and you don't get it until level 30, <laughs> and like then the you shoot at the guy. Of like, oh, screw you, Mike, because that's what it sounds like. I don't appreciate that. No, not at all. All right, all right, seriously, ser- serious talk, moving on. Uh, Sony, we don't know, whatever. Let's get into the one that's actually Guys, I can't wait to hear about Kingdom Hearts 3 this year. Someday. Uh, that's why I skipped it because we're not gonna hear Dick. Kingdom Hearts 2.9 and 2.9 and 15 quarters over, over Flag Day. Ron Mahaff battle. Christmas coming soon. The VR. card game. The I card game. I'm tired of talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. It's a TCG. Until, it's a trading card game. screen. Excuse me. Silent release date. Not for 2.8. Not 2.5. Not 2.8. The final mix. Fuck all that. <laughs> Final <laughs> mix, the remix. For the third one, and then I'll care. <laughs> Actually, okay, so they're going to release Kingdom Hearts 3 minus 1.5. No. Oh. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Um, I, I it's one, not even sore. One last thing about uh, that's probably going to be at the Sony conference is going to be, uh, at least I think it'll be there, with the new game that From Software has been working on. Um, what, 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 what's this? What? Well, I mean, the team that made Bloodborne, I mean, they weren't making, and, and they weren't making Dark Souls 3, and Dark Souls 3 is pretty much, I mean, all the DLC's out and done for that, so, and Dark Souls is kind of retired at this point, so, I'm really yeah. curious to see where they go, I mean, um, the, la- I mean, Bloodborne was a PlayStation exclusive, the team that, that, te- Bloodborne has been, that team's been working on something for a long time, I, I think either way, uh, I think it's pretty likely that we get a we get a Bloodborne sequel, if that is the case. Um, Don't tease me like this, Mike. That would be that that would be pretty rad. I, I'd be down for that. But honestly, I've been seeing some de- some rumors that are definitely unverified. So this is total rumor. This. this is total rumor mill. Um, Don't do this. I think Josh had a question. Joshua. I I was just gonna say I would really like them to bring Bloodborne to PC so I cannot play it. Why did you give him the floor? This is what happens when you give him the floor. Mike's face right now. I think Mike just quit the podcast. 
<laughs> just walks away. <laughs> I just want everyone to have a chance to just sit here and just think about what Joshua just said. And I just mean, I love and just how can I for only one game. for only one cent a day, you can help a Joshua <laughs> in your in your neighborhood understand that he's a punk. I'm thinking that Bloodborne is a shitty game. I'm actually going to start a Patreon, and for every contribution level, I'm on less episodes of the show. So the more you money you give me, the less I'm on here. So start donating now. <laughs> oh, that's a. I thought I thought you were talking about like so the Bloodborne Let's Play you would do. So it's like if if you hit like the hundred thousand dollar subscriber like Patreon goal, then it's like all right, I go to the title screen. Man, this is dumb. Next game. <laughs> give my Next give game. my honest review of the game. Man, this is shit. It runs like crap. Ten out of ten. Um so I, I so I think we'll either see a Bloodborne a Bloodborne sequel, which would be great, but I've heard some spicy rumors about a Dark Souls like game being done by From Software with an this is going to sound really dumb when it's just a Bloodborne sequel and not something else with an Aztec style setting. Uh, huh? Ooh, what? Uh, mm, uh, the more true on that one, you just handed me this spicy meme, I mean this spicy take, and I put it in my mouth and I'm chewing on it and I'm like, I don't know how this tastes. This, this tastes kind of yeah, weird. I don't, I don't know how I feel either, but you know, uh, I, I'm all f- up for From Software. I mean, they're obviously very good at like a dark fantasy horror kind of setting. So, I think yeah. it would be really interesting to see them make that game in a really different setting. Um, but you know, if they just want to make Bloodborne two, that sounds pretty great. So, I keep like every over every couple of months in this podcast, I keep throwing like this handoff layup to From Software and just say. Armor Core Dark Souls mix game, and it would just sell billions. And I feel, in I, my opinion, it would. Sell I could get behind that. <laughs> yeah, because it would be fucking amazing. Is what it would. Would be. you I'm enjoy Bloodborne? I'm ready for a new. I'm ready for a new. Like, we need a giant robot game. We need a. We need like. We need a Gundam or an Armored Core or a Mech Warrior or something big. I, I uh, Mech Warrior just got the RTS that just released. Yeah, I don't want an RTS. That. I want like fucking real time shit. And okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I, also, as I say, I don't want an RTS, and I say real time, like real time shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that, yeah. Josh. Would you um, enjoy Bloodborne more if there was a single card after the title screen that said, "By the way, your character is actually a robot controlled by a little person who lives inside him." Yes. Ten. To- How much more would you enjoy that game? A bajillion times more. Okay, I'm. Just, I was just kidding. I, 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 I'm not kidding when I say like the thought of a Dark Souls like game, except you're in a mech, and it's a fully customizable mech like Armor Court. That sounds. It kind of makes sense. It kind of makes more sense too, because like if you really think about like giant robots and how lumbery and big and bulky they are, like that kind of like movie one-on-one clunky timing-based fighting would be a lot more like what they're going to do, you know, having to 
manage their stamina because they're only going to be able to do so many movements while they mm-hmm. try and cool off before bad things happen. Like, oh my god, that would be so yeah. amazing. Like, that's Th- what, that's that, why gives, that's an easy layup. Just like, slam that's it why I I mean I I if there's a Bloodborne too, I think that's awesome. But I would re- I would love to see them really do something. I'll, I mean, because they've done do something kind of they've done before or really branch off. This one's productive. Oh, no, his hand Josh. is up. Dear God. All I'm saying is from software, Ray and I were open to offers. Just hire us. We will make this happen for you. All, all I need is just pop up there for like a couple months. Just be like, here's what the new Armor Core game is going to look like. Get the guy from Dark Souls in here. We need to talk. And then like a couple, uh, like two years later, you got this game that's making money hand over fist. And there's movie deals. And then, and then just give me, give me a couple of those fists of the dollars and we'll be good to go. Question one. How far are you guys on Bloodborne 2? Uh, it's shipping next week. Oh, you need to cancel that. No. This, no you can't, won't work. Scratch it. Uh, where's where's the .exe? Delete it. Just like the Neil Blomkamp script for Alien 5. You know what? That sounds great. Let's axe that and make Alien Covenant instead. This is... This so- is this- hey, what a great time to mention that. If you haven't already seen it, that Ray and I uploaded a uh, Creed Got Robbed episode about our thoughts on Alien Covenant. Yeah, it was go, a good time. Go listen to that. It, 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 was, a, it was good times, I, and uh, that movie is a movie. It, 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 it is a film. You're that. not wrong. All right. Two hours and 12 minutes of movie. E3 preview pod continues. What is next? We're going into into the system that we actually kind of care about right now. Let's be honest. We're going into Nintendo territory. Quick, Mike, tell me how excited you are for ARMS. Uh, I'm not that excited for ARMS. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I think people – I think it sounds cool. Just another kind of big title for it. I'm really the thing I'm really looking forward to with the Switch is for, I just hope I just hope they just have a massive just parade of uh, on their direct of just like hey remember like this awesome indie game is coming here this awesome indie game that's what that thing is so they just need to just dump a truckload of pretty good games just to like yeah. flesh out the library um, you know uh, up give us some updates on like maybe some new Nintendo things that they have in the works I hear Skyrim's available. Skyrim yeah, Shelter like coming soon to your Switch. Like Switch Shelter. Super Mario Maker Shelter. Um, Speaking of Mario, I, I think Mike has a point. Like, if on my Switch, I have more indie games than I have full retail release games. Uh, so because the indie games on Switch, there's a bunch of really good ones. Especially there's a bunch of really good ones that are, like, they work really well on that screen and on that format. So yes, more indie games, please. Yeah, so uh, that's that's what I think that they, I mean, because the Switch launch, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool piece of hardware. I mean, obviously the online stuff we haven't really talked about it. We might do that on our supplementary pod. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is uh, th- is a little interesting, but uh, that for for me, what I want to see is like, I want I just want to see just just give the hardware's out. Hardware's great. Just truckloads of games just even if it's like indie stuff you know some first party stuff down the road like i know maybe like people like teams who are nintendo teams who are working on 3ds stuff for a long time what are those teams doing for the switch uh i wouldn't be surprised if we see like uh some more wii u kind of remasters like uh like there was a mario kart 8 deluxe i would not be surprised if uh there was like a smash bros deluxe like, I think something like that would be mm-hmm. a pretty smart 
If if I worked at Nintendo, I would make a Smash Bros. Deluxe for the Switch. I think that's pretty. I think that's a pretty can, good move. Wait, wait. I have to ask the important question. Can I plug my GameCube controller in it? Uh, you can plug your Vitality sensor in. How does that work? How does that sound? I, I, you get the connect. I, if you get I, the GameCube connector cable, you can you can connect the GameCube controller, but it's the only one that works is the one that plugs into the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> it's the Game Boy Advance. Super Smash Bros. Crystal Chronicles coming soon. Someone has to carry the bucket. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Nintendo. Never goes big at E3. They always do like one and two games max, and this year they're bringing three. It's Arms, which is coming out very soon. Splatoon two, and uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and that's a big one. I'm really interested in what Super Mario Odyssey is going to look like because uh, if it's anything of a Mario reboot like Super Mario Galaxy did, that's going to be a great. Oh, Mike has exactly. his hands up. Mike, hot take. Question: Go. How how on a scale of one to infinity, uh, how how much will they defecate upon Metroid once again? Reggie fils did make that announcement that this E3 is going to feature a Metroid game. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Josh oh, no. <laughs> Metroid Shelter. They, 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 they don't have a new Metroid game in their lineup of games that they reported to IGN or GameSpot. Guys, guys, don't worry. It's going to be Metroid Prime, Prime Blaster Ball 2. I just want Metroid Dread. No, it's Whatever be, that was, just make that. It's going to be Metroid Heroes. It's just going to be like... It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna, gonna be. Metroid, it's gonna be. No, it's gonna Metroid be. Jump. That's what it is. <laughs> there it is. I found jump. it. I figured it out. I did it. I figured it out. It's Metroid. It's a match. It's a match three game with colored it's, Metroids. It's, like, it's Magikarp Jump game. with all the same like all the same like writing. So it, it's still called a Magikarp, but it's just a Metroid. Can you imagine? That's it. Look, I'm I, sorry, I Josh. I, I ruined it for you. But that's, it's too, that's, it's that's it's it's Metroid Shine Spark. It's like Super Mario Run, but she's doing the Shine Spark, but it's really slow. And then you make her jump and collect, I don't know, fucking wait, missile wait, expansions. Josh, I know you're joking. I know you're telling a stupid ass joke right now. But if they release that as like a companion game with a real Metroid game, that sounds kind of hot. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna hate it if it's a companion game. But you know, <laughs> Nintendo, that's gonna be their fucking marquee. Like that's the thing they're gonna close with. Just be like, oh, and by the way, Metroid fans, we heard you. We got exactly what you want. <laughs> they're gonna oh. say it like that, completely straight face. They're gonna play it straight, and then just be like, J.K. motherfuckers. We added Samus to Mario Kart. And then Reggie fils is going to come out six weeks later and be like, I don't understand why people are so upset. I think this game's amazing. <laughs> Do you remember when that motherfucker... Uh, Jimmy I Fallon loved it. You wouldn't lie to me. <sighs> Did you remember when Reggie fils came out and said, I don't know why people don't like Metroid Other it still keeps great. It still keeps me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he knew it's a bad game? He had to know. There's no way he could not have known. Reggie, why? <laughs> He's like, what's wrong? This game is great. <laughs> no, it'll, it'll be my, my wife, like, my wife have to, my wife has to come for me. You know, it's okay. He really didn't know. He, you know, he was confused. You know, he was he was blinded by the Team Ninja, the, the pedigree. It's okay. Why the fuck is Team Ninja making a Metroid game? 
It'll be me- no, <laughs> see, I got it. It'll be Metroid Other S. The S stands for shelter. Stop. <laughs> That's the last time I'm making this joke, I promise. <laughs> I would not play that game. What would that be? You take care of little Metroids in like their hatching chambers? Yeah, exactly. How would that even work? Okay, so... I got Easy. nothing else to say about uh, Nintendo Beyond Super Mario Odyssey. It looks like a great game. You know who they're letting help? You know who's making this uh, the, this new Metroid game? Tencent. Of course, I, that's a giant company, though. Though, I don't know that. <laughs> you know, you know another company that has really high regard for women <laughs> and making you know a diverse portfolio of games. <laughs> rather than shitty mobile games. <coughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I'm making myself sad and dead on the inside. <laughs> but but real talk, real talk, there, there is supposed to be a Metroid announcement coming in the next couple days. Mike, is this what it feels and, like uh, when I shit on Dark Souls to you? Is this how yeah. you feel? <laughs> well, no, not really, because I mean, I like Dark Souls, but I, I think you probably like Met- you, Metroid is probably more important to you than like Dark Souls. Seeing is as I've built my entire brand around Metroid, yeah, yeah I think it's been a yeah. little important to me. But yeah, no, I should probably stop okay, shitting I'm, on you I'm like that. I'm not going to. I like dunking on you. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, Ray, you had a serious thing, and I'm when was over the last here good fucking Metroid game again. Uh, I was going to say 2010, but that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I cry every when time. Did, when did Prime 3 come out? Probably, what was that, 2006? I think that's it. It's been a minute. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, mm. Almost real talk. I am I don't think they have a new Metroid game 100% made. I think AM2R is getting a full release on Switch. That's what I think it actually Ooh, is. That would be... That's interesting. I like it. No, that would that would be the biggest kick in the dick ever because everyone that wants to play AM Tour has played AM Tour. Well, what if they did? Like t- the Sonic I told you. Thing. I told you. I told you my thoughts on that. I told. I told you what they're gonna do. They're gonna release it with his name crossed out, and they're just gonna write Nintendo on <laughs> it's it. Like the- <laughs> <laughs> it's even gonna have his. Fuck- delete- Why didn't you just? We just drilled Ben through it. Why didn't you just block it out? If you look at the files, it's still got, like, his in patch notes now. and stuff like that. They didn't change anything. They literally just went in and paint, crossed out his name, and wrote Nintendo. Like, that's it. That's how they're going to do it. So, but, we, but we like, no, about- seriously, I think you're on to something here. Like, because the Sonic, because Sonic Mania is that, like, old school Sonic game that they just had, like, someone from the fan community who's like, I can actually make a Sonic game. Sonic Adventure 5, uh, Big the Cat Edition. Big no, the cat I can edition. make a real Sonic game. Uh, you can design your own Sonic now. No, really, I can make my own Sonic. Ga- Just make your own Sonic game. And then he made Sonic Man, and it looks great. <laughs> so- Sonic so Rabbids. What if Nintendo was like went to this person and was like, "Hey, make your make a Metroid game." Like that's what they should do. That's what they should Sega, do. Sega was smart enough to do it. Like. Sega, I think Sega is smart enough to do that because Sonic is in such a shit place right now. It's like what the fuck ever. Just hey, hey, at least at it. least you know Sonic didn't go the ultimate route of showing its true decline and adding rabbits to the universe because that would be ridiculous. He didn't. Ha- so how many coming. how many team ninja games have, game. ha- Thanks, are, are, has Sonic been in? 
Is lot. Sonic better than Metroid? I'm pretty sure Stop. it is. Stop. Nephew. I don't know. That is a that is a fan question. Like, we are on an E3 podcast. We're not talking about Sonic anymore. God damn it. No, Sonic is going to be at E3 because that new Sonic game where you get to create your own characters. <laughs> you mean you create your own furry? Yes. I'm pretty Sonic sure. The deviant I, I, I'm, I'm racking my brain here. I don't think there are any Metroid games that are better than Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I'm dead serious. I don't think I, I how many how many Metroid that, games have a Chow Garden? Zero. The answer is zero, Josh. It's zero. It's not one. It's not ten. It's zero. It's the answer is Josh, zero. That bottle better be full of vodka. <laughs> it's straight, man. Thirty-two ounces of fucking Russian goodness. I don't think I've ever. I like Sonic the Hedgehog, but I don't think I've ever played a Sonic game and loved it as much as like. I don't, I don't know. Besides other M, I didn't play Federation Force because I'm. I you have respect. Vote, I I am voting with my wallet that I don't respect what you have done to this franchise. So I will never purchase this game. It's like my my affront to Nintendo. Josh, you should play Federation Force though. Carry on the Metroid Man moniker. <laughs> oh great! You know, okay. So stretch goal on Patreon. Uh, if I hit uh five hundred dollars a month, uh, I will buy a a two DS to only play Federation Force. It will be the only Nintendo two DS three DS game that I will play, and that'll be it. So uh, you know, support me on Patreon.com slash. This is a terrible idea. Does anyone now that we're done with Nintendo? Because I think we're done. Unless anyone cares about Splatoon 2, I might buy it. I might not. Yeah, I might. I uh, I enjoyed okay. the test fire. Oh, I didn't actually get to play the test fire. I did. It was the first time I played Splatoon. Um, I enjoyed it. Who knows? I might get it. I might not. We shall see. Is there any PC? I, I haven't read any news. There's going to be a PC show like there was last year. Is there any PC games that you guys are interested in? Nothing we haven't talked about. Not, uh, no, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Then that's it. That is our E3 pre three. Our pre three podcast. Just come it's back. Come back to uh, you know it's, here for the perfect score. When the headlines read, E three has surprising amount of Sonic zero Metroid. And every War game 11, is getting a shelter release. Weird. How right. did this trend start? This this hurts the race. <laughs> Downfall of mankind. More Sonic connected. More to love. Can I just have a two D Metroid game on Switch? Why? That's not even hard yeah, to do. That's get, such a slam get, dunk. See, that's all they need to do. Is just admit that Metroid is as bad as Sonic, and then you you can climb oh from the depths. Oh my god! So when all you want to hear our final product of what actually happened, make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube at Facebook. Give us a like there. Follow us on Twitter at unscript underscore gaming. You can also get us at soundcloud.com slash unscripted dash gaming. Also, all where your finer podcasts are sold, iTunes. Stitcher, Pocket Casts, everywhere. Just get us in your earballs. I am ending this thing. I'm taking the reins because I can't handle any more of this nonsense. <laughs> Fuck it. This has been Unscripted Gaming, our pre-three show. Thank you for watching. I'm Josh. We're listening. I'm Ray. I'm Mike. Peace. This is on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I said peace, damn it. This podcast is over. End the feed now.